Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley, and today we are here to recap the P and Sebastian show, episode 575, Silent Sundays, bitch. Cause now our episodes got names, bitch. Well, there's two. Maybe they always did. No, I think that's new. Um, yeah, so Silent Sundays, starring Pete Corrielli and Sebastian Man, your scalco. Okay, so Silent Sundays, that's the episode name. Um, You would think that it was about football Sunday because that's what we start off with. A bunch of NFL talk now that J.J. Watts, a cast motherfucking favorite, he's, he's like a cousin to the cast, you know, cast cousin. All right, yeah, he's an NFL commentator now. I don't, maybe he's, st- I don't think he still plays anymore. I think it's just commentating, but either way, Pete and Sebastian wanted to commentate and critique on some of JJ Watts performances. So they drag up the visuals onto the big screen. And first of all, it's just hilarious because Pete is so amazed that, <laughs> that commentating is a job. Yeah, like, okay, I get it, Pete. So you're like, oh my God, like you can play football and then you can stop playing football and you can just talk about football and make the same fucking money. Like that's, it's magical. How do they do it? Um, We like to hear commentation on, is commentation a word? Commentation, I kind of like it. The connotation of my commentation. No, but um, yeah, so it's just like, look, Pete, okay, you can watch football, right? Say it was silent though, or just cheering, just the crowd. Yeah, I guess it's entertaining, but commentators bring everything to the next fucking level, okay? And Pete was like, can you imagine if you could do that with stand-up? Like you just get to comment on other people who do comedy. Yeah. Hi, Pete. My name is Amy, (laughs) Amy Quinley. I host your after show unofficially. And all I do is commentate on comedians who do this professionally. So (laughs) yeah, I might not be making your kind of money yet. All right. We got room to grow, but yeah, just like when you, when Pete was like commentator, that's crazy that commentating is a job. It's like, what that's podcasting in a nutshell. What do you, that's the American podcast dream is to just sit there and commentate on other shit all the time. Podcasters, we're just life commentators instead of sport commentators. Okay. So uh, I just, Pete, you kind of are, you already are a commentator. All right. So then they toss up some pictures on the screen behind them of JJ Watts. In- <laughs> In a blue suit that he is about to bust the fuck out of. Oh my god. He was one deep breath away from a button just launching across the studio. (laughs) Oh my god. Wait, you guys. All right. There's this show on HBO Max. And I guarantee I can 1 million percent confirm that Pete and Sebastian have never seen it. It is called The Sweet Life. And it is a reality show. Produced by Issa Rae. It's so great. But there's this guy on it, AQ, which I'm so sorry to have to talk shit about somebody with my exact same initials. But this dude, they're all on vacation in Mexico. And 
<laughs> he's wearing this lace, like collared shirt that already the girl he's into, she's like, what the, are you like trying to go to a picnic at a funeral? Like, what the fuck are you wearing, bro? It's literally funeral couture. And <laughs> it was it was a see-through lace top on this guy. And then he had the tightest leather pants on and he goes to sit down and talk to this girl about how she flirted with one of his other friends when he fell asleep the night before. Cause he got so drunk. So first he takes the L with the night before getting too drunk and getting uh, yeah, passing out. Then he takes a second L because when he goes to talk to the girl about it the next night and sit down in those leather pants, <laughs> leather pants he literally starts to bend down his knees get to about a 45 degree angle and he just springs right back up and he has to take a lap and she's like are your pants a little too tight bro and he's like I got it I got it and he has to like nestle in to the leather and like take a deep breath and then sit down and it was just I know we're going to get into it a little later with the wrestlers, some more reality television that Sebastian brought up, <laughs> but it reminded me of um the Friends episode where Ross, he's wearing wicked tight leather pants and like at a girl's house and he can't put them back up because he was like sweating or something. So then he tries to put baby powder to get some friction going and then it just creates a fucking disaster. But I guess in New York City, he could just be like, haha, it was snowing in your bathroom. I'm so sorry that there's white powder everywhere and honestly she probably wouldn't have even blinked an eye all right allegedly i don't know back to jj watts in his blue suit okay <laughs> okay so seriously like it, it was about to rip and pete was like i mean i get we can talk shit about him but i i guess that is the modern look now uh no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. I hate when there's like fashion things that people are like, oh my God, this is iconic. And it's like, no, no matter what time in history, if you go back to that moment, I will say that is still just as ugly. I, that was never, that was never a win. It was never a win. And yes, I am again talking about Taylor Swift's era's dress to her movie premiere. Like this was such a big night and I will never look at that dress and not be confused by it. Please Google it. If you have have the same Googling skills as Lana and Jackie and every, we talk about all the Googling skills. All right. So what were we saying? Oh yeah. So, okay. Back in the day, when you watch all the sports documentaries and like Michael Jordan, <laughs> oh my God, they're wearing suits that were tailored for Bigfoot. I'm not it reminds me of um the little rascals when they try to go into the bank in that to like get a loan or something and the two little kids are stacked on each other's shoulders in this giant suit. Yeah, that's what all the NBA players and everybody back in the day, John Cena, have you ever <laughs> John Cena is supposed to be this wicked intimidating wrestling guy and then you look at him in a giant <laughs> suit. You're like you look like a fool. <laughs> you're just a little fool in a giant suit oh my god so like whether the suit is too big too small neither works okay we always and forever want goldilocks syndrome okay we want right in between life is all about the balance okay so jj watts the color killed it you killed it with the color but you almost killed yourself by restricting all <laughs> breathing capabilities for <laughs> that entire commentating segment. 
and honestly, because uh, it was a baby blue suit. So to be fair, like JJ Watts might have confused his stylist and been like, hey, I want a baby blue suit. But they might have thought he like wanted it in a baby size, you know, so thing you just got to be specific people. All right. So then Sebastian says he'd prefer if the commentators, such as Terry Bradshaw, if they wore like Travis Kelsey type tracksuits, you know, instead of going for the Steven Spielberg at the Oscars type of vibe, because Terry Bradshaw, he'll be on screen, right? Trying to commentate and do all these moves and demonstrate an actual spiral of the pig's hide pigskin. <laughs> I know football. I actually, we've been over this. I fell in love with it last year. And then I got annoyed this year because Taylor fell in love with an football player and turned it all into a reality show. But I guess I love reality shows. So who am I to commentate negatively? All right, Terry Bradshaw. So Sebastian's like, you got to be comfortable, okay? Because when you're trying to snap the ball back and all of a sudden Terry like snaps all the threads that are barely even holding his jacket together in the first place, now Sebastian is just worrying about Terry have a wardrobe malfunction instead of listening to all the deep NFL talk that I'm sure his ADHD brain would have probably skipped over anyways. <laughs> Let's be honest, Sebastian's not trying to really dive into what Terry's saying regardless. <laughs> so I feel like Sebastian was really just trying to offer his styling services to Terry himself or any JJ Watt. Sure. Anybody on the list. I could totally see Sebastian being a stylist. Like Pete was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing to be a commentator on comedy? And Sebastian just sitting there like, wouldn't it be amazing to get to fucking style these fools? All these fools on stage. Not that you even could. If you fucking try to style Kreischer, he's just going to rip that shit off in two seconds anyways. Do the, what's that thing from um the Goonies? Like the chubby flub, the flub, like the, what, the stomach, the chub rub. Ew, is that, no, is that like sexual chub rub, chub rub, Goonies. Truffle shuffle, it's a truffle shuffle. I'll never get over it. Oh my god, fuck your truffle shuffle. I raise you a chub rub. Okay. <laughs> Moving the fuck on. Um and also, Pete, you do not need to be styled by Seb, okay? You are good. Your style has the kind of air of, like, the ultimate badass dad who can't be bothered. You can't be bothered. And just kind of, like, have this, like, almost Jesus Christ kind of air about you. It's really the looks, you know? Like, the tall, you got the, if you just grew out a beard, we would all hail to the Mary, you know? But... Instead, it's like, we don't know if you are Jesus Christ or if you're going to beat Jesus Christ up if he fucking looks at you wrong in the subway. You know, like, it could go either way. And that's just your vibe. And we fucking love it. Except his eyes, Pete, your eyes looked a little, um, like, you, and I'm only saying this because you said that Sebastian looks like shit or he's aging poorly. <laughs> In the one month that you haven't seen him, he's like aged 50 years. 
Um, you both look amazing, especially, oh my God, Sebastian, don't even get me started on that fucking purple sweatshirt. As if that's not my color of choice every day of the year. Okay, but um, Pete, yeah, your eyes were looking a little basset houndy. You know when they like get like long and like you see all the blood drooping and you're like, oh my God, like somebody like prop those things back up. I just, I don't know. Like they didn't say they had a rough night last night, but it looked like they had a rough night last night. All right, that's all I'm saying. Okay, so speaking of more people who look like they've been going through a rough time, <laughs> Pete calls out Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick yourself because he's looking borderline homeless on the sidelines. <laughs> Look, I am a New England-born, New England-bred patriot, motherfucker, okay? I will defend my team to the death. But honestly, no, I won't, because I'm more loyal to humor, and ah, (laughs) Pete's not wrong, all right? Pete is not wrong. And Sebastian thinks that Belichick can get away with it because he performs so well. Does he, though? Does he, though? Because I used to be able to talk shit without ever having to watch football. Like, anytime everyone's like, oh, Amy, your team's playing against us later today, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss, all preemptively, because we had fucking Brady on the team. Belich, everything was just going smooth. And I swear, the second that Brady left for Florida, that was the downfall. That that should have that was never how the story was supposed to end. It was supposed to end with Brady and Belichick, the two two bees in a pod. And so it's just like they, they fucked it up for each other, and now you can tell because both of their careers aren't exactly thriving, all right? They're not doing as well as Giselle's is, let's just say that. So, yeah, now that I actually enjoy watching football, I end up talking more shit about my own team. Like, before, I never watched it, and I could be like, fuck, your team's gonna lose, and now I'm like, shit, our team is, our team's gonna lose, because we suck. And, yeah, I really have zero loyalty, for real. Like, my loyalty, it lies with humor and with winners, okay? <laughs> Okay, so I really do enjoy watching football, but whatever team makes a better play, that's who I'm going to fucking support that day, okay? Even years ago, we were in North Carolina, went to a Panthers versus Patriots game. Also, we went to a bar beforehand. I was with my family and Hank Williams Jr., who he allegedly does like the Monday Night Football song or something, and... He, everyone was like, Hank Williams Jr. is here. And he was taking pictures with everybody. And so we like stood in line and took pictures with him. And then we found out later that it was just a random fool. (laughs) It was a random fool off the street. He was cosplaying as Hank. And we all fucking fell for it as we, oh my God. So that's why a fuck clout. I don't give a shit if you are Hank Williams Jr. nowadays. Like I can always Photoshop shit if I wanted to. Like I'm not waiting in line for nobody. Cause at this point, who knows if it's a hologram, if it's AI, if it's a fucking robot, I don't trust shit. So Oh, like, oh yeah, but at this Panthers and Patriots game, so at have they did the t- t-shirt slingshot into the crowd. Of course your girl fucking won a t-shirt, bitch. I know how to catch shit, okay? I never catch feelings, but I'll catch a free t-shirt. And so, um, yeah, it was for the Panthers, though, because we were in North Carolina. And so, and we're obviously Patriots fans, and the Patriots lost. I put on the Panthers t-shirt and switched fucking sides. As I was leaving the stadium, 
I'm high-fiving all the Panthers fans. We're like, woo, we fucking won. Woo, we won. And my family's like, who the fuck are you? Like, no loyalty to anybody. And again, they're wrong. I'm just loyal to fucking winners. And that can change at any point. All right, so then we get into some Pat Riley talk. I don't know, but the most important thing was Sebastian sneezes. And without a blink, Pete says, bless you. All right, we have to talk about this. So, look, Sebastian, he sneezes multiple times throughout the episode, but this was the first one. Okay, so we all understand that a sneeze is one-eighth of an orgasm, right? It is relief for the sneezer. Whoever's sneezing, it feels great. They feel, it's so, it's get something out of their system, all that. Meanwhile, the sneezy, the sneezy, they have to sit across from the sneezer and get absolutely soaked in snotty ass germs. What the fuck? Like, I don't care if you cover your mouth when you sneeze either, okay? I have seen one spray of Febreze get fragrance into every fucking nook and cranny of the room, okay? I know how spray distribution works. I know how it works. So yeah, Pete, guess what? You got sprayed, bitch. I guess it's better to get sprayed by a sneeze than sprayed by a skunk. But either way, then the sneezy, whoever just watched that, whoever just got soaked in all these nasty-ass germs, they then have to say, bless you? You have to say, bless you? You have to bless the person that literally just christened you in potentially hazardous germs? It is so fucking backwards. Like, you know what should happen after you sneeze? You say you're fucking sorry. You say you're sorry. I'm sorry for the nuisance that I just caused. I'm sorry for the potential of getting anybody else sick around me. I'm sorry for being a disgusting fool. Okay? I don't... What the... Why are we, like, bowing down when somebody nastily covers you in their sneeze and we're like, Bless you. Bless that sneeze. Give me all your nasty-ass germs. Cover me, you holy cow. Like, it's disgusting. It's just So I'm tired of saying bless you. I'm I'm, what I want to say is you're fucking nasty. You're fucking nasty. You know what? I want you to pull a fucking turtle and take your shirt and pull it over your fucking head and disappear for five seconds. Okay. Then I will feel okay about it. Maybe then I'll bless your ass until then it's a fucking no for me, dog. All right. So, and also my favorite, cause Pete or Sebastian does sneeze plenty of times again and again. And I just want to say credit to Pete because not only did he never, I know like with yawning, you, when you see somebody else yawn, you yawn and oh, don't worry, Sebastian yawned as well. And that's why I'm giving Pete credit because not only did he not sneeze when Sebastian sneezed. I don't even know if that's a thing, but (laughs) uh, you have a sympathy sneeze, but Pete refrained from yawning. Okay. So I'm so sorry, Sebastian, that entertaining us is just so awfully dreadful for you, but <laughs> but at least we have Pete to carry the team for a little bit. Um, and also, so Sebastian like sneezes for the 18th time and Pete finally moves his coffee away. <laughs> He's like, well, this is shot. I'm like, Pete, it was shot fucking 35 minutes ago when we had the first, ah, oh, oh my God, like... Yeah, and then Pete casually held his hands delicately over, like, laced over his mug the rest of the time. 
time. And I'm like, you already said it was shot. And now you already know that it's literally you're drinking 90% of Sebastian's nostrils fluids and 10% of caffeine right now. But sure, if you want the saltiness that it adds, sure, all right, drink it up, buttercup. But so then Sebastian starts to talk about how he sneezed himself into a back injury. A bad, he's sneezing so violently now that he might end up at the fucking doctors because oh, I can't. People really need to work on advertising for the elderly. Like advertise for how it feels to go into your elder years because you all make it sound awful. It's... Like, make me want to get old, you know? Because all of you old people, and I'm, I know Pete and Sp- they're not that old, but like, as you get older, okay, everything, we get it, it shuts down. You just turn into a fucking blob magob and just suffer through life, I guess. But so Sebastian is now sneezing himself into a spasm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, now, okay, circle back to when I said sneezes are one eighth of an orgasm. So sneeze, it's enjoyable to sneeze, right? Like, I love it. And now they're taking the fun out of fucking sneezing. You guys are taking the fun out of sneezing for me, okay? To know that when I get older, I might end up at the fucking chiropractor because of one, one a chew too many. Like, I can't, it's, please, again, make me look forward to getting old. Somehow, some way, find a way. And also, Pete and Sebastian, I know Sebastian mentioned this, that he acknowledges that he adds a lot of drama to his own sneeze. He's part of the problem. He understands. But I'm just saying, I know so many girls, I've talked about it, they do this fake sneeze. It's like a delicate, a two, a two. And it's not real. But they've trained themselves for so long to like, be a daisy, be a little lady, be so sweet and kind, and just make your sneeze as quiet as it can be, not to interrupt the man as he, a two, a two. Sebastian was saying he basically vomits now before every sneeze. Like he's turned bulimic because it's the only way to not throw his back out. It's either get back surgery or become a bulimic because he's like, I was like, that's disgusting. You guys sound disgusting. (laughs) Or maybe that was Pete to be fair. I think it was Pete who gives it a run, his sneeze a running start. But either way, I'm just saying, Work on it, okay? Pretend that you're an actor and your role, the, they sneeze like, a two, a two, wicked delicately, okay? And just pretend. And the next few sneezes, try it out. Just try, fake it till you make it, all right? Make your sneeze a little safer, okay? A little less violent and a little more safe. Just try it, all right? You might like it. So then Pete strokes out. I just... <laughs> More things to look forward to in old age. <laughs> no, so um, Pete, he blames it on Nathan, some dude behind the scenes. We didn't really get an intro. Who the fuck is Nathan? I just know Patrick is the producer, and only because P and P, all the P's, P, 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 P. <clears throat> and then we got Nathan, but he actually goes by like cancerous, or I, that's a thing so they were like oh this kid he his actual name is nathan but we've never known that because we always call him cancerous or something because they 
mumbled his nickname and then they never once fully said it with a clear mouth so like i never even the whole time we talk about nathan's nickname that the fucking clouds gave him and no i did not stutter i don't i don't know if he was on drugs he was on some fun shrooms that he should share with the room but either way nathan renamed himself and I'm still confused. I'm confused about it all. I, I don't even care to get into it. What I do care to get into is Caruso's soccer game. Okay, so Sebastian's son Caruso, he was crying. Seb plucks him off the field to have a quick chat and tries to cheer up Caruso by telling this little five-year-old, four-year-old, I don't even know, that he better have some fucking fun. He better stop crying and have some fucking fun at soccer, okay? Because they drove all the way here, spent a ton of money, spend all their time to do everything that they can. So why can't this four-year-old fucking appreciate all that his parents do for them? I'm like, oh my God, Seb. No wonder you lost that fucking battle and you're going to lose the war if you don't realize that. <laughs> I get it. Sebastian is trying to treat his kid like a functioning adult. However, the logic that would work on a 40 year old man, like, Oh, do you understand that when I'm away, it's cause I'm working. So we really value the money that we earn through that. And this is what we spend our money and our time. So you need to appreciate, okay. Maybe a 40 year old man would understand that. Probably not. Probably, probably not. But definitely a four year old sure as fuck isn't going to like, I get it, Seb. You want to use rational logic. However, the correct solution here is so simple. It's called bribery. It's bribery, bitch. All right, Caruso, your shin guards hurt. We can get some fucking ice cream after this game. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's going to be all better in just a few minutes. Like, give him something to look forward to, okay? And I know that another nice soccer mom, she offered Seb some solutions. And he was like, oh, my God, don't you fucking hate it when people offer you unsolicited help? Why would I need other parents giving me advice? All right, well, guess what? I'm not a fucking parent, okay? So I am going to give some advice because, and I love when parents say this, when they're like, I don't need advice from you. Amy, you don't have kids. You don't have kids. Or not me specifically, you know, because I don't really try to give people advice. <laughs> I don't give a fuck unless you ask. But or unless I recap your show. But um, yeah, okay, so I might not have kids. And you're right. You're right, bitch. I don't have kids. But I was one. I was one. Okay, I was a fucking kid. And guess what I did have? I had parents. I had parents. And that's what you are, right? Okay. So I might not have experience as a parent, but I have experience having a parent. And I can say on both ends of the situation that bribery always works. So you're fucking welcome. As it should. Because again, really, Sebastian, at the end of it, right? You just want to treat your kid not as a baby and like try to really instill in him toughness blah 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 all of that I get it but guess what even when you grow up it doesn't matter what age you are you always want something for your time you always want anything to 
compensate for your effort and time that you're putting in. So you can say it as bribery, but it's really not like, think of it as compensation. Like, yeah, you're saying that he should want to play soccer, but he doesn't want to fucking play right now. He doesn't want to play. And you as the parent are making him play. And I get it. You're teaching responsibility and accountability and blah, 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 blah. I get it. But in his four-year-old brain, he needs some type of compensation. It's, he didn't, he doesn't want to play soccer right now. So make it worth his while. All right. Again, I'm not a parent, but I've had them. So I can give whatever advice. At least it's better pizza advice. If you want to follow that instead, give your kid a swift left hook to the cheek, push out that fucking smile yourself. (laughs) No. And then Pete was talking about his tactic, which is not as violent as what I just mentioned or as violent as Sebastian sneezes. But what he does do is the fucking arm grab. Oh my God. Poor Sadie. I understand girl. I have definitely been there. My dad did the fucking arm move too. Where they grab you so tight that it's like the blood pressure machine, you know, when they're taking your blood pressure and you're like, I think my arm's gonna, that's gonna explode around my arm. Yeah, I think you're fucking, my dad's hand is gonna explode because like, they're, my arm, what are you doing? It's like the claw game, the claw game. It's like your dad's playing the claw game and you're one of the stuffed animals at the bottom, except your dad is never gonna lose. He always wins a prize and the prize is your fucking arm and he just grabs and you know. No, you know not to mess around anymore. It's just such a fucking standard dad move. I love it so much. Okay, so then Seb talks about Silent Sundays. Why we're really here. Not Sunday football, but Silent Sundays. Where parents have to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up when they go to their kids' sporting events. No cheering, no fighting, no laughter, no crying, no nothing. Just everybody shut the fuck up. I love it. Can we have Silent every day? All right, so we don't have that rule, but in my friend's town, there's this new rule where (laughs) if a child gets three concussions throughout their school experience, they are never allowed to play town sports again. So, and everyone is like up in arms about it. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Parents are now mad that if their kid has three concussions, like maybe they shouldn't be playing sports if they had three concussions. Like, wouldn't parents be happy that safety measures are putting, being put into place? And it's like, you would think that, right? But no, no, because it just proves that you can never win. It's human nature. Like, people do not want to be right, okay? They just want to have the power. They want some type of compensation. They want, what do you mean my kid can't play sports? Then what? Then what do I get instead? Nothing, bitch, nothing. You can go enter them in art class instead, which, by the way, they should be taking art as well as sports, okay? Let's let's make a more balanced life for everybody. Goldilocks syndrome. Back to Goldilocks, Okay. And can I just say that for human nature, if humans want power, do you want to know the best way to get power? Yes, exactly. Somebody in the back of the class has been paying attention this whole fucking podcast. It's called bribery, motherfuckers. Bribery. So start teaching them young. 
Start with Caruso. You don't want to wear your shin guards. Great. Suck it up for the next 45 minutes, and then you can shove your face with as many treats on the sidelines as you want, okay? And also, Sebastian was saying that they had treats on the sidelines for these kids, and all I know is orange slices, okay? They better have been orange slices, because if you're fucking shoving down Rice Krispies on the side, then again, how can you blame these kids? Why would you ever want to play soccer if there's delicious food waiting for it? Like, uh, parents, you guys are blaming these kids. Like, blame yourselves. Why do you have delicious food on the sidelines? Why are you not bribing them? I'm standing up for the four-year-olds, okay? <laughs> Okay, because if you're going to try to apply adult logic to them, then I'm going to apply kid logic right back at you, motherfucking fools. All right, that's all for today's recap. We'll be back at the end of the week with a Jeff Lewis Live recap, and next week with Pete and Sebastian. In the meantime, have the best fucking day ever. I fucking love ya. Bye. Splash. Splash, splash. Splash, you say. Splash, you say.